everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Adam and Liza. How's it going, gang? Hey. Hello. And uh, tonight, you know, it's a very cool evening here in New England and uh, over in New Jersey. Adam's feeling the cold as well. And I believe that Liza, it might be under uh, 60 degrees for her. Let me see, Tony. I'm going to look at this time. It is 62, a balmy 62 at night. 62. So in, in Louisiana, you probably have a, a down coat on at 62 degrees. Uh, and I apologize for the chill. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I'm a little cold. And, and, you know, speaking of cold, our topic tonight is going to be some cool places to stay warm when you're at Walt Disney World or to get warm. So, uh, Adam, why don't you tell us what's in store for us tonight? You know what? It was it was a little chilly this morning. And uh, sometimes when you're in Florida, in Walt Disney World in the wintertime, it can be cold. Uh, One time I was there uh, in March, believe it or not. And as the week progressed, it got colder and colder. And we all had to um, be able to wear sweaters. I'm not a big I I don't like to wear heavy clothes when I'm in Florida because I I, want to enjoy the the warmth and the sunshine. Uh, so right. I really try to avoid having to wear clo- uh, uh, clothes, <laughs> sweaters. That's, a, that's and, a different story. That's a different podcast. And <laughs> and long pants and such. But everybody has a different, you know, temperature gauge. And some people, like, when it's 50, they have to wear that kind of stuff. So anyway, I was just thinking of places that you can get warm. And some of these are going to be obvious. And some of them are going to be not so obvious. All right. Well, you know, I do agree with you. And whenever I go to Florida, regardless the time of year, whether it's the middle of January, February, when I go to the airport, I am already in shorts. I leave my jacket in the car and uh, or my coat in the car if it's if it's wintertime. Uh, and I, I have to go to Florida in shorts. It is it is a tradition. So you uh, wear once, the shorts on the plane once. I, yeah. Once I get to Florida or once I'm leaving for Florida, I do not wear long pants unless I'm going on a cruise. Why? What, what is the cruise? Because yeah. it's cold? Well, the for the cruise, you know, you want to, you know, khakis for dinner. Uh, you know, oh. oh, for if you're doing the fancy dinner. Exactly. But if I'm going to the parks, uh, it's it's uh, like Mark. You're, you're, anybody remember Mark? Who? Mark. Uh, Mark Campy. Oh, um, sure. Much like much like Mark. <laughs> it's uh, it's cargo short central for my entire vacation. <laughs> Okay. You know, you might have like thigh warmers in those cargo pockets for all I know. No, I I go all natural. <laughs> now, now, the tough part is, you know, there have been times we've gone to Florida. And if you look at the temperature from last week, uh, it was dipping down into the 30s. Yes. Um, so it, it can be chilly in, in shorts. Um, but I will, you know, I'll layer my top. I'll, I'll put on a T-shirt with a sweatshirt over it, uh, but always bare legs. Even at home, I'm in shorts in Connecticut. 95 percent of the year uh, you have a uh, not to get into specifics but i know you have a pellet stove in your house which which can heat up a house very well it can it can but unfortunately my office is in the basement and it's cold there oh but we're not here to talk about my basement or my house so let's uh <laughs> let's get back to some cool places to get warm in Walt Disney World. <laughs> so I think um, the, the first one that I thought was just, it's, it, this is one of the more obvious ones, but it's at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. They have two fireplaces. They have the one indoors, which is near the Victoria Falls Lounge. 
that's off the like the main lobby. You don't you, you do not need to go down a um, staircase or anything. It's there. Or if you want the fire pit, they have a and I got the word the correct term. It's Arshua Rock Fire Pit. That's outdoors near the uh, exit of the lobby towards the savannah. And that's just a great place to to, to curl up by a fire and stay warm. You're right. Agreed. And if you like those fireplaces, uh, very similar over at the Wilderness Lodge, uh, they have a large fireplace in their lobby as well. But the cool thing about that is that the makeup of the fireplace represents the the strata and layers of the Grand Canyon. Uh, and there's over 100 colors there, but that is a, a good place to stay warm. And, Do you know, you know how tall that fireplace is in the Wilderness Lodge? Uh, I'm going to say 187 feet. No. Liza, what do you think? Dude, I'm not good with height and measurements. <laughs> it's 82 feet tall. All right. Well, there that, we was go. Also on my, that one was also on my list, too. And that's another one. Now, that, that one, was definitely on my list. That one is not. I don't. It's it's a wonderful fireplace. It is. However, that one is not as I don't think as cozy as the world as the Animal Kingdom because it's sort of like in the lobby next to where uh, the restaurant is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can get kind of loud there, especially if the restaurant is is hopping. If somebody's asking for ketchup. Yeah, exactly. Whispering Canyon. Whereas Animal Kingdom Lodge, their fireplace is really kind of like I don't I don't know how to describe it, like behind a wall or at least like not in the main lobby. Mm-hmm. So it's more mm-hmm. it's more remote. Well, it depends on if you want to take a nap or if you don't. But I really like the look of Wilderness Lodge uh, for winter time when it's cold. I like it. It's cozier to me. I don't know. It's just very cozy. I like Wilderness Lodge. That one I like more in the winter. Animal Kingdom is good all year round. I, I will agree with you, Liza. Yeah. It's it's Me, that Pacific yeah. Northwest Lodge feel that you get. I love it when it's cold outside over there. That's my favorite cold weather resort. Now, Adam did mention a fire pit. And, uh, you know, just as an aside, most of the resorts have fire pits uh, as well as outdoor movies. And you can do s'mores and whatnot. Now, you're not going to go near one of these fire pits to get get warm. But it is a nice little thing to do if you're staying at a resort maybe you have a down day maybe the kids have spent all day in the pool you can go check out an outdoor movie uh, and then they do of course sell the s'mores kits uh, they're unfortunately not free um, but you can do a little family activity while you're out there watching an outdoor movie the specific one that was on my list is the chippendale campfire sing-along at fort wilderness now the sing-along with the, the, the characters that is free the movie is is included. The fire. <laughs> this sounds kind of weird. The fire is free, but yes, you have to if you want to purchase their s'more pack, you can, or you can bring your own. But I had that on my list because the fire is big enough, and and if you're used to like fires out outdoor fire pits, you can get pretty warmed up if you if you're standing a good, you know, four or five feet away from that thing. So I don't I. I I wouldn't put it past somebody to to enjoy a nice outdoor campfire with Chippendale to warm your seasonal heart up, Tony. But but you know the only problem with that is getting there, getting back to that area. You've got to take a, a bus to the campground or a boat to the campground, and then the internal transportation. Uh, even if you're staying there, you know they don't want you to take your car there. It's just it's it's tough to get to. It's actually something we've not done. 
and and we've it's been a number of years since we've stayed at the uh, the campground and it's it's nice and it's quaint but it's tough to get around to their activities we're gonna need yeah. to do like a deep dive into that because i have thoughts about the campground well the internal busing is always the you know it's it's those the point that is kind of mm, i don't know if i want to do internal busing i've had people that just they don't like it but you know it goes in there deep man there's a lot going on in that resort and i wouldn't mind like just exploring that resort just but you'd have to have a lot of time just right. to devote to that resort because there's a lot there i think it's more of a uh, extended vacation mm-hmm. and you plan on doing a lot of meals in your cabin or in your rv that you're renting or that you brought Maybe so not so much a tent, because uh, I know people do camp there literally with a tent. I That does not sound comfortable to me, but mm-hmm. if you enjoy that, by all means, do that. They have the comfort stations for you to shower and use the bathroom and such. But I think that it, that vacation is more of a leisurely, you know, we're going to cook our meals. We're going to, you know, enjoy the amenities at Fort Wilderness because – you really can't, especially if you're not staying in a cabin that's close to one of the bus stops or where you don't plan on renting a golf cart. And the golf carts are expensive. You're going to spend a lot of time just traveling to get to a theme park. So I don't believe the cabins or just Fort Willis in general is a, you know, two or three day trip to do everything. I think it's more of a, you know, one week plus type thing. Right. Yeah, you could definitely spend some time uh, at the campgrounds and not ever go to a theme park and, and still have, uh, you know, plenty of things to do. But that's uh, we'll save that for our, our campground show, our Fort Wilderness campground show. Yeah, write that down, somebody. All right. <laughs> All right. So Adam's given us a couple of his favorite spots to uh, warm up. Liza, do you have any specific spots that you like to go to? I actually have a list, um, wow. but I will only do one. So I was going to do, let's, we can list our Magic Kingdom ideas, but I really think that every time I go into Carousel of Progress, it's hot in there. <laughs> and so I'm going to say Carousel of Progress because I've never been in there. Like if it's really hot outside, I never think, oh, I'm going to cool off in there because I don't know if the air conditioner never runs or what, but it's always warm in there to me. So I'm going to say Carousel of Progress. Well, you know why it's so warm in there? No. Yeah, John, John Progress likes a, likes a nice 72 degree room. <laughs> he must. He must because it's always, um, it's stuffy. Mm-hmm. To say the least. Plus, he's always burning the turkey. So, you know, you're getting the residue from the burning turkey. And uh, there is a fireplace in the final scene. The oven. I'm assuming I am assuming that is on, of course, because it's Christmas time. Right. And Santa Claus has already come because the presents are there. So they turn the fireplace on. Yes, it's hot. It's warm in there. So yeah. that's always a good spot, I think, in Magic Kingdom to go warm up. And it's a long show, so you get to sit in there for quite a while. So you'll be ready to face the cold. So where do you think of Magic Kingdom? Uh, you know, I've never really thought about warming up at the Magic Kingdom. Usually for me, it's a restaurant. I'm I'm go- just going inside to eat somewhere, and I'll find a warm spot in there. I don't really have anywhere. What? I know, right? 
Well, I've got another one if it, you need I, another idea. <laughs> well, I don't I don't in Magic Kingdom. I do in Epcot. Oh, yeah, I've got two in Epcot. Over in so I'm gonna jump to Epcot since I don't really do much. Uh, you know, Magic Kingdom, I'm just on the go. But if I'm in Epcot, there are two places I like to get warm. Uh, the first place is uh, Store Mitsukoshi in Japan. Mm, um, it's a great you store. Know, there's a lot of stuff in there, and it, you can just kind of shop to your heart's content. There's usually a cool little display at the end of the store. I think uh, it's some Harajuku stuff now, or uh, a Japanese it's pop Hawaii. culture. Oh, it's it's Kawaii. There you go. I get I get that confused. I think Harajuku from uh, Gwen Stefani. Um, and the other place that uh, that gets me warm when I'm in Epcot is uh, living with the land. The minute you go into the uh, through the doors and you hit the glass panels and yes. you're in the uh, in in the plant the planting area where the the, in the greenhouse the greenhouse. There you go. Um, once you get in there, it's usually super warm and it's just, uh, you know, a nice little bath of sunshine. That was was on on my my list list. too. Was it? Oh, Oh, that was definitely on my list. And you know what else was on my list for Epcot? I only had two, well, I have three, but living with the lamb was definitely on there because I always am warm in there, but Tep and Edo. So Mm -hmm. if you do the hibachi, (laughs) you're going to get warm because they're going to do the fire. And it just heats it up in there. It's nice. That uh, that is a good point. That's uh, that is one of my favorite meals in in Epcot as well. Yes, it's a good good hibachi. Is there such a bad thing as bad hibachi? I've had a bad hibachi. Really? Yeah, I did. It wasn't it wasn't good. Um, I don't know if the I don't know. It's hard to do a bad hibachi, but it wasn't great. It wasn't wow. Theirs is always good. It's very consistent. Mm-hmm. Was your Where bad was hibachi in Louisiana? No, it was actually in California. Oh, all right. And it was at, uh, what's that chain? Benihana? Benihana. And I was very surprised. But um, I've been there before and it wasn't bad. It just, it was, a, it was, a, it was an off day for them, I guess. Maybe it was mm-hmm. a new guy. I don't know. <laughs> no, an, an off day is when somebody loses a finger. Oh, that's bad. That's a really off day. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, you know, I mean, it was a great, but they have really good stuff in Tepanito. And I always think that the um, Mexico Pavilion, if you are wanting to warm up, just go to Cava de Tequila, Del Tequila, because there's always a line. There's always a ton of people in that little space. So the body heat just makes it hot in there. Well, that and drink a tequila will warm you up too. Yeah. That was another one. Just drinking alcohol, it will warm you up. Ah. So it doesn't really lower your body temperature, but it feels like it doesn't. I don't know how the science works. I think that's what's going on. I just know that, like, if I drink, if I drink wine, it makes me tired, and so that kind of warms me up. But other kind of drinks, really not so much. Doesn't work for me, but it works for some people. But I don't know if it warms you up so much as that you're just drunk and you don't care anymore that it's cold. Maybe it's more of a mental thing. I don't. I, if there's anybody out there that that is a alcoholic scientist, alcoholic scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any alcoholic scientists? Who's willing to do some research on body temperature? Somebody that knows that kind of stuff, let us know because I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. I'm not either, but it's always hot in there. There's so many people crammed in a tiny little space. So we either need a biology major or somebody who drinks a lot to explain it to us. Exactly. 
And if you're a biology major who drinks a lot, then all the better. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, Adam, did you have any any additional spots in Epcot to uh, warm up? I did have one that's now not there anymore. Was the Illuminations Fire Barge? Oh. When the when the barge would catch on fire, you could feel that heat around the lagoon, and that was a nice little shot of little shot of warmth for you on a cold day, cold night, I should say. Do you know where you really got to feel that effect? That is if you're on a uh, an illuminations cruise and they they would park the boat next to the uh, uh, next to the bridge that goes between France and the United Kingdom. uh, And you're a little closer than the people standing on the bridge. And uh, you'd really feel (laughs) feel it down there. Yes, those uh, are the best. Yeah. (laughs) So where where are we headed to now? Are we going over to Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. Now I thought of one. This is. I thought of one too, and I'm wondering if it's the same one, Adam. I don't know. This is similar to my Illuminations theory: is that at Phantasmic, when the Maleficent, Maleficent dragon blows, mm. fa- breathes fire, you can feel that fire, and again, you get a nice little rush of warmth. Okay. Well, mine's Muppet Vision 3D. Oh. You get warm in there? Mm. I mean, I can. I don't know. You're sitting and it's blocking wind. It's blocking wind. There's no wind coming in, and it's a well, pretty, like you know, well, it's a good when show. The, when the balloons, uh, when the balloons, when the bubbles uh, come out, there's like a you can kind of there's like a wind effect in there. Mm, not enough. I don't mm. know. I'm just gonna right. say Muppet Vision because I have to. Anything that's fine. Related. Well, for a second, I, I thought you two were gonna sad. come to blows about this. No, 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 no. I don't want to have to step between the two of you again. <laughs> I'll try now there, there's an there's an old one. There's a former uh, Hollywood Studios attraction that you got really hot on. Oh, yeah. in Catastrophe Canyon. Catastrophe oh, Canyon. That's right. I loved that. That was that. You could feel that really good. Am I wrong, or is there a, a fire in Indiana Jones as well? I didn't write that down. Yes, yes. When um. At the last the, final the, the gas tank, the gas truck. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, the when the gas plane truck. explodes, although the plane doesn't explode, the plane kind of disappears. But yes, the gas, the truck explodes. Yes. Yeah, but, but aviation fuel. You can yeah, still you, feel it. No, you feel. I because I saw it recently. You you because it's like covered and everything, and it just you feel that. Yeah. yeah there was there was one show, Liza, where Adam was so close to, uh, close he actually lost his eyebrow. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. But poor Adam, that would be bad. I'd have to teach yeah, you just to... one, no. Oh. Yeah, well, but you only have one because it grows right across. <laughs> there's, there's no gap between your eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like Sam Eagle, Hollywood Studios. You know, wherever you got a big ball of fire, that's where you can, you know, you, that's where you can stay warm. But that's that's about all I can think of in studios. I I don't know of any other attractions or shows that you're really going to be well you're you're definitely not going to go into frozen expecting to get warm no no in some of those places i feel like they're freezing in there like mm-hmm. um anytime i go into brown derby it's freezing right it's really cold in that restaurant um it's nice when i'm sweating and i'm about to die outside like it's hot but i don't know it's cold in there. So it was hard. That's a hard park for me anyway, in general, but it was very difficult to try to figure out 
where you could stay warm besides Muppet Vision 3D. All right. Because I just want everybody to do it. Go over there. Right. All right. So let's uh, let's head on over to Animal Kingdom. And I, I will tell you, um, most of Animal Kingdom will keep me warm. Uh, yeah. There, e- even on a winter day, there's not enough shade there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I will stay warm. But Animal Kingdom is where I had my first experience with a, an accelerator hand dryer. <laughs> And it was in it was when they opened the, the restrooms across from Flame Tree Barbecue. And for some reason, I like hand dryers and bathrooms. I don't know why. And until the restrooms opened in Epcot, God, 20, 20 25 years ago this year, mm-hmm. um, and they had an accelerator in there, I was blown away with how powerful and warm that hand dryer was. And I... <laughs> I swear I stayed there for an extra 20, 30 seconds because those dryers are so powerful that they will move the skin on your hand and it will make like ripples if you yes. just kind of leave your hand there. It will. And, and I, people must have thought I was some whack job um, because I just stood there near the accelerator dryer. And I think I came out of there telling Cheryl uh, that I just like had an epiphany and that was the most amazing hand dryer ever. And you didn't install one in your home? You know, if not for the additional electrical cost, uh, I would install one. Uh, I was just thinking that. You should need to put one in your house. How much honestly would it cost? Well, I guess if you're sitting under it all day. I'll tell you the funny thing is I'm sitting on ProDryers.com as we record right now. (laughs) And the the Accelerator uh, 500 watts uh, lists at 690, but you can get it for 470. That's not bad. Now think about the savings you get from not having to wash hand towels or, yeah. or throw away paper towels. I, I swear, if, if I had one of these in my bathroom, I would probably sit in there for uh, 20 minutes. Well, then that would be a problem because that that's be. not going to save any money. That's going <laughs> to. Well, you know, when you include, include the fact that Cheryl put a heated bidet seat on the toilet as well. So that seat is heated. Ooh, bidets are good. Yeah. Yeah, so so that is my warmth story in Epcot. The entire park is just hot all the time, uh, and it is where I experienced the accelerator for the first time. And Um, and these accelerators take 110 volts, which is a normal plug. mm -hmm. Well, they also have another version that's uh, 208 to 277 volts. Um, Yeah, that's a bigger one. So you need like you need like an electrician for that. But I mean, you can get one of these. I think we just found your next Father's Day gift. Oh, please don't tease me. I'm going to tell the girls. Do not tease me, Adam. You can get a splash guard, too. I don't know what that does because I don't know where that goes. But uh... yeah, you know, like everything, that four hundred and seventy dollars is just your base cost. Then you got splash guards, (laughs) mounts, go green wall cards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I will jump over to Adam uh, since you so nicely gave me this uh, beautiful Father's Day gift. Uh, what is your spot in Animal Kingdom to uh, warm up in? I'm surprised you didn't say this, Tony, because this is one of your favorites. The Festival Lion King, uh, they have a fire twirler, I think. That's not mm-hmm. the real, that's not the technical term, but. That's um, what we call them. Yeah, right. So the guy, the the, the uh, Polynesian guy who looks like a warthog. Um, <laughs> I think he looks like a warthog. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong with that, but uh, yeah, no, he he twirls the fire, and you can feel that in that contained um, theater. 
So I think, especially if you're sitting close, and you can sit close, especially if you have like a whatever they call it now, Genie Plus uh, return time or something. Yeah. Um, Lightning Lane reservation. Uh, you could feel that heat dibs. there. Yeah, you could you could feel that. So so that is uh, that's a good spot. Plus, it's all indoors and you get out of the rain if it's the cold wet day. So the Festival Lion King. All right, and and just so you know, that is officially the Fire Knife Dancer. Oh. Uh, in, in that show, as many times as I've seen that show, I've never felt the warmth of, of that fire. Maybe it's just because I sit too far back. Yeah. Uh, and and I will say the the two saddest moments in that show for me are when the tumble monkeys are finished, uh, <laughs> and when the uh the the fire batons go into the fireproof uh, case uh, and mm. are put out. That that's very sad. Uh, like <laughs> I, I think time. that I think that guy should go the entire show. He and should. then when he comes out with the knives, it's like, pfft, look, he was just twirling fire, and I, now kni- knives are nothing. Now I swear we have. I did not know you had this opinion, but I agree with the knife thing because I'm like, we're bring the fire back out. And who, right. Like, how do we? We don't know if they're real knives. They could right. just be, you know, metal I'm, plates. You know. I yeah. doubt they're very sharp. I mean, there's no way. He doesn't stick it down his throat, right? I don't know. No, I don't like no. that. No, I don't. Yeah, I wish. I'm like, bring the fire guy back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't know. I've seen so many fire twirlers in my day. I'm just not. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded to fire is, twirlers. Is is that from like all the times you go to Burning Man and all the festivals? <laughs> oh gosh, no. There's too many hippies at Burning Man for me. I can't do that. But um, no, it's from all the sandals one love and then the fire twirler comes out every time sandals oh yeah and beaches yeah and probably mexico which are fine uh resort destinations for you and your family to take vacation yes oh yeah they're beautiful places there it's just um you know fire twirling oh yeah everybody can fire twirl sometimes you get three of them at the same time Sometimes more than that, but well, I cool. mean, they have girl fire twirlers, boy fire twirlers. I don't know. I think it's a thing. <laughs> they do it on the Caribbean islands. My right. And and wherever Animal Kingdom, <laughs> Lion King's Africa, I guess. I didn't yes. know they fire twirled in Africa, but <laughs> I had like, like a little brain issue there. I was like, wait a minute, where's that at? <laughs> Simba. Maybe uh, maybe if they had a luau, they could do it at a luau. Oh, they do it at a luau. No, they have a luau. They had a luau. Oh, they don't have a luau anymore. That's right. Uh, I, I wonder if in Festival of the Lion King, the fire knife dancer represents the scene in the movie where the fire comes through. Oh yeah. Maybe. Well, he's doing that through the. He's doing that during the be prepared section. Mm. Yes. That's Which the scary part. Yeah, and there is fire. There's like green fire because they changed the color on it for some reason. Right. Because he yeah, was jealous. I, he was envious. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <gasps> yes. Gosh. Envy. Look at you, like, reading reading between the lines on these. I know. Movies. Well, that's what I think of when I No, see that makes that. sense. Yeah. There you go. Write that down. We're going to do show on symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that. We'll and be, and, we'll and I will say, hours. if uh, if you have, you know, iTunes Music or whatever they call it, iTunes Plus, uh, Spotify, Pandora, 
Yeah. Uh, the Festival of the Lion King soundtrack is a great listen. Uh, oh. And and friend of the show, uh, Tim Kane, uh, sings yes. Be Prepared. Uh, and, uh, you know, we spoke with him. He's a friend of Mark and Bridget's. Uh, and he portrayed uh, uh, the lead character in, in the opening of Festival of the Lion King. And he's on the soundtrack. So it's it's pretty cool. And if That's he asks nicely, cool. he'll come to your house and twirl fire. <laughs> I don't think he was a fire twirler, but <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was really cool to talk to him. And um, I like that show. And I do also like Finding Nemo, the musical, the soundtrack. Have you seen the new re- the redo of that show? No. It's okay. It has, you know, oh, no. it has the it has all the, you know, the the song hits. All of them? Or are they cut? Uh, no, I don't think they cut any of them. Hmm. I'm going to have to investigate those. It's got all, I'm pretty sure it's got the one all of them. It's cute, but uh they they did something to it cuz I can tell by your voice. Yeah, well they like they made it more of like a narrative of like telling the story of Nemo. What? Like with a narrator, yeah, or narrators, I should say, as opposed to just the story happening, you know, and they just like, you know, like it's the Nemo story. And why would they, just, they mess with it? They just cut up like certain parts, but so that it's, that's 40 minutes as opposed to an hour and a half. Now they they cut it a little bit more and they like they explain certain parts. I don't need an like, explanation. Yeah, I I mean, I guess it works for people if they haven't seen the movie, which which we all think everybody's seen the movie. But I'm sure there are like, you know, families that go there, maybe grandma and grandpa haven't seen Finding Nemo. Well, they don't, they you watch the movies before you go. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Not everyone has that kind of time. We could do we should do an episode on movies you need to watch before you go to Walt Disney World. Well, write that down on the list. Oh, I like that one. I am going to I am going to let me put that on the list. Because there are some essentials. There are. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so Liza, did we get your Animal Kingdom spot to stay warm? I don't even know where on earth you stay warm in Animal Kingdom. I, I mean, because everything that I like to do there is open. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, and whenever you think of Animal Kingdom, I don't think cold. I always think I'm sweating. You know, the, the only thing that makes me cold in Animal Kingdom is when I ride – oh, God, I'm blanking on the um, rainforest uh, water ride. Oh, oh, Collie River Rapids. Collie River Rapids, and it's February. Oh, yeah, but I know. I, I rode that, like, I don't know. It's been a year since I rode that because I just don't Yeah, it's, ride that it's, ride. And I don't like to get wet in a theme park. Here's a little tip from here's a little tip from your old pal Tony. It's not worth the 20 minute wait for like a three minute water ride. No, not for that one. No, no I like definitely. it. You don't like? I do like you? it. Oh no. Yeah. Not worth you, it for you me. You do get soaked. Um, you can get extremely soaked. I mean, it's usually closed like in the winter. Um, for they did do like annual refurbishment. I do like it because I know I don't want to. I mean, I guess I can give it away, right? It's been open for 20 years, right? So there's part of the ride you go through, like, a deforestation of a forest. And there's, like, burning – there's, like, an image of, like, burning trees and smoke and everything. And I was trying to figure out, is there that a fire – That does get you warm. Is there a – I was, like, trying to figure out, is there a fire effect on that ride? And I don't – I didn't – because I watch a YouTube video. I don't – There was at one point, but maybe they took that off. Maybe they did. But there – you do go underneath a – like, a – like a tree bridge almost that has a 
like a fire effect on it, but I don't remember if it's actually giving off heat as you go underneath it. Hmm. I feel like it should. Mm-hmm. It should. It's almost like a almost like a dryer, you know, okay. before you get wet again. But I don't recall, and I couldn't figure out based on the video, because I don't have smell o vision on my computer. All right, thank yeah. God. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a little dicey at times. I have a couple uh, more, not for Animal Kingdom, but for outside of that. Okay. One of these I've never been to. Uh, there is a fireplace at Boatwright's Dining Hall at Port Orleans or Riverside. Okay. Have you guys ever been there? I've been I, there. I, I have, but it's it's never been – it's not like, oh, I'm at Boatwright's. Let me go to the fireplace. You know, you're at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you're at Wilderness Lodge, you walk into the lobby, you see the fireplace, and I don't care if you stop for 10 minutes, you walk over to the fireplace, you check it yeah. out, you sit in a rocking chair. You've you make sh- People usually make sure if it's real or not. Right. You know, I think that's what's going on. And then another one that I have been to, the fireplace at the boardwalk in the lobby. Oh, now, with the chairs. Now, yes, this is famous for having the nanny chairs on either side of the fireplace. Oh, gosh, those are the scariest looking things. Which are the creepiest chairs you will ever see. They're like the, they look like little kids as a chair, and they even have, like, human feet. <laughs> the feet? I mean, well, the teeth. The teeth. I mean, the little teeth. Oh, it's awful. It's just so bad. What about the fireplace in the the? It's in the yacht club, in that restaurant. Is there oh, a fireplace in there? I'm not sure. What, in the what, lounge. Ailing Compass. Ailing Compass. Is there know. one? Now I'm now I'm blanking. Now I'm thinking there is, and there might not be. I could just be imagining it. When I look, when I researched, the fireplaces on property were Boardwalk, Wilderness, Animal, Enchanted Rose. They don't have one in Chanton Rose. I think they have. I, I, you know what? I think they do have a fireplace. I don't think it works. Oh yeah, probably not. Maybe just it's just for looks. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just trying to figure out these nanny chairs. All right. So apparently, late 1880s, they put the chairs on carousels for people that didn't want to ride a horse. Hmm. Huh. Ew. But this is a small seat. It looks. According to this one article I'm reading, they are replicas. They are not original. Oh, okay. Well, thank goodness. I mean, the kid, the faces have like sunflowers around the, I mean, it, around their heads. It's very funny. It's just a lot <laughs> to take in. I don't know and... if that makes, I don't know if that makes you warm or not, but that was that was one of my uh, one of my ones. And then um and then of course, the steam room at a spa or the hot tub at your hotel. Oh yes, the hot tub. Yeah. Now see, if it's if it's winter time, I'm even going to throw out a regular pool because Disney does keep their pools uh when the temperature drops at like 80, 82 degrees. Uh so the pools are warm. Now the air temperature of course is another story. Um mm-hmm. but there have been days where I've been in the water and it's one of those days where you don't want to you want to submerge every submerge everything up to your like your chin. Uh, but of course you can't put your face under because you can't breathe, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, the minute you get out of that water, you're like an icicle, but Tony, at least when you're in the water, you're warm. 
Tony, it is not that warm. I'm telling you, I've been in those pools when it's cold outside, and I thought, this, there's no way this is 80 degrees. I'm freezing now. I mean, and I, honestly, though, I'm different than you, because if you're wearing shorts and two tank tops in the winter, I'm just saying, and you're okay, like, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm going to be bundled up. So for me and somebody that thinks 63 degrees is absolutely freezing, that pool is not warm enough. Hot tub. Yeah. I've done the hot tub when it's freezing outside. Yeah. It's great. Pool. I can't. Liza, so, let me just let me just uh, uh, correct you. Um, I only wear my mesh half, sh- uh, my, my mesh tank tops in the summertime. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're not <laughs> doubling up. Whenever it's cold outside? No, not not in the wintertime. That's a that's a fashion faux pas. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm just saying it's for a person, if you are not used to freezing cold weather, I would not. I mean, unless you really want to be brave, the pool is not hot. Like it's not it's not even lukewarm to me. I, I was it was bad. See, sometimes sometimes it's warm enough for me, but that's, you know, that's me coming from Connecticut. You're coming from Connecticut. I live in South Louisiana. I, I believe you bring your own mosquitoes with you. That's <laughs> that's how hot you are. We share mosquitoes with them. <laughs> so we have, like, cousins. Like, they're family members. They're the same. Nice. They all, like, yeah, they just, that's it. It's the same weather. Now... Uh, you know, it, it's funny. Well, I guess Liza did include Teppanito. Um, I was going to say, I, I find it odd there were no restaurants on the list or any place that like, uh, you know, pizza kitchens or, you know, the Italian restaurants with the ovens. But I guess the ovens are so far away. You can't feel the heat. Uh, that you that. can't really feel the heat. Um, but what about what about that restaurant in Animal Kingdom? The one that I've still tree? never eaten at, but I want to eat at. Pizza Safari. Uh, no, the sit down it happens in the uh, lounge with it. There's no fireplace in Nomad Lounge. Um Is there a fireplace in Tiffins? I don't I don't Well I've never eaten there, so I can't really say, but it seems like a place that would have one. It does. I don't I don't believe there is one because it oh, didn't show well, up then when scratch I was that. There. You know where I have gone to get warm is mm-hmm. on riding the ferry boat uh, over to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you find the right spot, the right vent spot, you can get like it, it, it's hot. The engine heat. There are some there are some hot spots uh, on on the ferry boat. Um, yeah, like the engine heat. Yeah, yeah. Same thing on some of the friendship boats. If you find the right warm spot, uh, you're yeah. golden. That's true, actually, because I have had that happen. But it wasn't in a good time of year to have it happen because it was yeah. hot outside. And then I was like, gosh, just like hot air breathing on me it was yeah but i can see how it would be really nice in the winter time yeah so that's uh that's one of my i I guess i do have like a favorite hot spot and and that's That's like on the boat so uh, adam i know you had a list of like 43 hot spots have have we covered all of your list the only one that we didn't say was fancy fantasy when maleficent dragon breeds fire Mm mm-hmm you can, yeah, depending but, upon where you're standing, you can feel that. I'm, I, there's one more that on my list that I, we didn't touch on, mm-hmm. and that is, that is Country Bear Jamboree. 
because country beer jamboree always seems to be really warm in there i'm never freezing cold in that place i don't know if it's because it's got an old air conditioning system but it doesn't really pump the air that well and you're singing and clapping so you are kind of moving around a little bit well i am anyway if you're doing it right you're (laughs) You're doing it right. Like, that's I, I think I think the other part to that, Liza, is that you get in there and you are so pumped. Your heart is going about 160 beats a minute. So you're just you're ready. You're like, a, I'll bet you you're like 120 degrees when you go into that building. I love the country bears. Oh, and the tiki's, the tiki birds. So when you're going into the line, they have those torches and um, do they have the fire right there, Adam? The pre-show. Um, yeah, yeah, they do have the pre-show area there. Yeah, yeah they have a couple so like flame mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of that one. It's got a, it's got a tile floor. Um, I, that did well, not come up. That one did not. That that doesn't scream warmth to me. But but it, it it might for you. That's that's fine. It does. And that's the beauty of, of Disney is, you know, everybody's different. Everybody finds different things warm. They different hot spots. You know, some of these spots are could be cold spots in the summertime. Might be a place yeah. you go to to relax. You know, uh, Storm Mitsukoshi is also a great place to cool off in the summertime. So I yeah. go in there to warm up when it's cold. I go in there to cool down when it's hot. Um, yeah. But that'll and, probably be a show we'll, we'll cover, a topic we'll cover in June. Or, or uh, March because it gets hot in March. And of course, if none of these work for you, you can always just buy a sweatshirt for eighty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always an option. Which I've had to do before. Um, and if you're a, freezing. If you're a Disney Visa Plus card holder, you save ten percent on all of the Disney one hundred merchandise now. So Oh, that's nice. That's so a, a nice new option. Just show your card or you have to pay with your card. Pay with your card, I believe. Oh, so they're making you use your credit. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> they're going to get it back. <laughs> I've been forced to buy the sweatshirt a few times. So I do have multiple Disney sweatshirts. But I do like them because I do remember um, I got one one time to go eat at that restaurant in Canada, La Cellier, which it's pretty warm in there. Yeah. And I did, I bought the sweatshirt because it was freezing. And then I went in Lasalle and then I got hot. And it took, <laughs> but I had to leave again anyway. It was cold. That was in January of last year. Mm-hmm. It was freezing. That, that cheese soup should just warm you right up. Oh my gosh, the cheese soup's so good. With the pretzel bread. Exactly. Everything there is so rich though. Just beware. Well, that's how our, our friends to the north like it. Oh, it's so good. It's good, though. It's a good I restaurant. agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably the sign that it's time for us to uh, to end this show. Yes, end it on some cheese soup. So I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website at MainStreetMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team find your family's new hotspot. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More Podcast. And on behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.